It's the same old story. It's been a long day at the job, or maybe it's just starting to feel long, and you feel that urge to stretch your legs and get a little bit of a break. You walk down the street, or maybe you get behind the wheel of your car, and you feel the weight begin to lift. You walk through the doors, and the sound of the place starts to clear the air. You get a table, you order your drink, you listen to the sounds of the bar, and soak in the conversation. Welcome to the TNE Speakeasy with your hosts, Caleb and Isaac. Listen in as they discuss a variety of topics, such as their thoughts on New Year's resolutions, films we saw in 2021, the UFC, and all elite wrestling. Sorry if I was a little bit, you know, like 17 minutes later, whenever, when you threw this on. Uh, I just got back. I didn't watch the whole thing. I only, like, watched, like, the three minutes left in the fourth quarter, but it was the Grey Cup today. Grey Cup? Oh, for, for hockey? Uh, it's Stanley Cup. Grey Cup is the CFL uh, uh, Championship Cup. Oh, I thought maybe Grey Cup was, like, a more, uh, I don't know, like a smaller league or something. But I don't know. I don't know anything about that stuff. You could probably say that, but it was a very, very interesting uh, win. I'll say that. The congratulations to Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the city of Winnipeg and Manitoba and the province of Manitoba. Uh, you guys played good out there today. It was a close game though, because uh, for the first time, apparently in the, at least like Grey Cup history, maybe not the first time, but at least since 2005 at BC Place, did was did it go into overtime? The score was 25-25 by the fourth quarter, meaning that both teams were evenly matched. And as per the rules, as I found out quickly, but if I recall my football terms or rules, it's each team has a chance to score a touchdown. And basically it's up to the defense to prevent them from getting a touchdown. So it's basically kind of like in tennis where it's like the, the, the volley they serve and see how many points they can get before like that service is over. I just use so many wrong terms. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I, I I really don't know anything about football. I knew at some point. It um, but it but the way it ended was Blue Bombers got a f- touchdown. Then they went for a conversion, which is two points to the field goal. And then after that, Hamilton had the ball. They got a flag. They had to restart the first down, whatever. And then the guy threw it, like the quarterback threw it, and it didn't get to the Hamilton Tiger Cats guy, but. It was basically hot potato between three Blue Bombers players, and they picked it off and won them the Grey Cup. Oh, nice. Well, good for them. Also, this all took place in Hamilton. Uh, So that was an upset loss for the home team, but congratulations, Blue Bombers. Well, well, good for them. I'm sure that's a tough sport to play. Football always looks extra hard for whatever reason for me. (laughs) That's fair. Uh, Given that, you know, our sizes kind of don't match up to those um, big dudes who play or big gals who play it mm. same with rugby very very big for for people although you can have like smaller players uh to quickly get uh the ball away from uh the big scrimmage when everyone's trying to get a hold of it um oh yeah yeah the 108 108th gray cup is officially closed usually by the way uh it's not this is like 
close to mid-December. It's usually at like right the end of uh, November when they have the Grey Cup, but they started the season late this year because of COVID. So that's mm-hmm. why they have it now and not like four week- or two weeks ago. Yeah, everything's been delayed these days. Oh, yes, boy. plenty of stuff has been delayed, but this year I think. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm patting my, I'm tooting my own horn. I'm probably patting myself on the myself on the back, but this is mostly your, um, this is all your accomplishments, and this is all like thanks to you because you have to deal with me. But yeah, your 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 operations here have certainly taken off here, eh? This year, I mean. Yeah, and that Avatar stuff's been going so great. I love working on that show, and uh, yeah, it's been crazy how much it's kind of boomed this year. Yeah, who knew if you uh, specialize in one thing, uh, lots of people watch it, uh, or listen to it, excuse me. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, but just just in terms of writing for this for this year too, just today I finished the third book that I wanted to finish for this year. So everything that I wanted to accomplish, I've gotten done. It's been so great. So freeing not having to work the, the five days a week kind of in-person job, like unfortunately you still have to do. That's so can be so crushing in so many ways for getting things done it is uh it is certainly crushing for my artist side i'll say that yeah all those years i would always be like oh i when i get home i've got so many ideas i get home and i'm just too exhausted to do a goddamn thing so brutal sounds exactly like me right now yeah i, f- I feel bad for you man i've that's so rough uh, i mean it's fine uh, it just it crush it's it's it crushes me and i guess i accept it and or it's uh it's a it's a terrible relationship i'm in a abusive relationship right now that i can't get out of so what can you do yeah i guess you can just quit that's most of the world i mean well what choice do you have really i i'm super lucky that i had this opportunity to work at home and that just yet really saved my creative life in terms of being able to dedicate more time to the podcast dedicate more time to writing so i I totally get i totally get what you mean (laughs) When it comes down to things like like some of this COVID vaccine stuff and all the companies like making tons of money off of it and kind of upcharging countries to be able to afford the vaccine and stuff, that stuff's pretty fucked up. That's taking advantage of an opportunity and kind of corrupting it. I always go back to the guy who made the uh, polio vaccine. And he refused to uh, charge any money at all or even do a patent on it because he's like, I think it's immoral to make money off vaccines. I certainly agree. And that was my biggest stance and reasoning for why I didn't want to get the vaccine. I'd rather give it to somebody in an area that didn't have the funds uh, or the, the wealth to uh, afford a vaccine. But I was a hypocrite and ended up getting it anyways because my friends told me to. Well, as I'm sure we've discussed before, I've always thought that the whole um, protest with your dollar was actually a giant lie by those companies because they're like, oh, if you don't like our product then vote with your dollar and don't buy it. And they know that a super tiny amount of people are going to do that and won't actually fight for real change because all they'll do is just not buy their product. And they're like, well, there's a couple dollars lost, but here's a bunch more over here. <laughs> it's it's they're, so shitty. They're uh, willing to take that bet. Um, and do I just... Do, do I avoid doing that and just, like, say, forget it, I'll be like everybody else? No, there's still principles. And yeah. there's alternate ways of finding things. Like, this year as well for me, I, like... This, is, this sounds selfish and very capitalistic of me, but 
Uh, I looked at other avenues aside from Amazon.ca, and goodness gracious, I found probably everything I could have ever, like, air quotes, wanted or found um, in different avenues and websites other than just Amazon.ca. An obstructive view for one of them? No, not even obstructive. I've I've never actually, like, (laughs) bought anything on there yet, unfortunately. But no, just, like, certain T-shirts and and toques and hats and uh, Hmm. uh, gym gear and... Other non-essential things, uh, superfluous items. I would have never like. I, I did that before in the past, but I was always like, "No, nah, Amazon's the place to get everything." It's like, no, no, there's not. <laughs> there's plenty of other places you can get that stuff. And yeah, I'm kind of patting myself on the back. Yeah, good, good for you, um, giving to the capitalist system. Good, good <laughs> job, sir. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's you know, it's always nice to not have such a huge monopoly. So giving smaller companies a chance to make some money too. I think it's helpful. I mean, it is bad that we're doing this, right? Because Podbean is... People do... Is this a capitalist... Um, what's it called? A machine, but... Uh, podcatcher? I, I don't know. Not podcatcher, <laughs> but... Um, what's the term? Um, a pod, or Is this a capitalist avenue? Is Podbean one of those places? That's a good question. I'd, that could be subjective and objective, depending on the person. Yeah, I mean, any, any place that's like a hosting kind of platform that you have to pay is yeah capitalist because they're you know their whole their their business is run on a profit model but i mean the other option is buying like a web domain creating your own website that kind of stuff takes so much work and kind of computer know-how that i just don't have so it's like i'll just go with the easy option that's fair for for you and i right now it's that would yeah for for us who are not exactly um the highest informative on on websites not websites but uh computer know-how software and hardware design yeah we'll uh we'll take the quick and easy method again hypocritical as always as i am you can always label me a hypocrite even though i call myself out and i don't change it's awful i guess i guess if i want to make a change i would stop podcasting (laughs) well even if you even if you did just create your own website you'd probably still need a hosting network to be able to store all your audio no matter what. Yeah, what are you going to do? Like, create your own um, storage space? You're going to, like, create your own internet? That takes, like, hundreds of hours. Yeah, so there's just, you know, accepting the fact that we live in a world that's built on capitalism and built on, in some ways, exploitation. But I guess why? That's just the nature of the world, unfortunately. Uh, exploit the system itself uh, without hurting others. I guess that's the uh, pragmatic approach I would take. Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned this. When I became a vegetarian a few years ago, which I've sadly lapsed on, um, I joined a couple vegetarian and vegan groups just to look for, like, food options. On the Facebook, you mean? On the Facebook. And I ended up leaving them because I got so just pissed off with their self-righteous just ramblings that they would go on. And they would talk about how much better that they were than other people. And I'd be like, you know, in, in so many ways, you guys are just as corrupt in terms of buying into this world that we live in that's built on exploitation across the board. It's a great thing not to eat animal byproducts. That's great. But it doesn't mean that, you've complete, that you're completely living like a no-cruelty life. I mean, that's just a, a fiction. There's no way to really get around that. Clothes you wear, phones that you use, TVs that you watch, shows that you watch, everything. I was always just like, are, are you guys living in a, a fantasy world where you somehow think that you're avoiding all this stuff? I mean, it's great to take measures to avoid how much, you know, 
you're participating, but you're always going to participate. That's just the nature of the world, sadly. Yeah, no, where are all those wonderful uh, elements that create your phone? All that lithium. Where's that coming? Oh, wait. Um, unethically sourced mines, uh, probably supported by child labor in another country that allows that stuff. Ooh, that's... Yeah, no, what do you... What, what, what am I podcasting on right now with a computer and, and all this mm-hmm. stuff? I guess the only thing I could say is, even though I, again, patted myself on the back for finding an alternate solution to, you know, buying from Amazon, it's like, but you still bought first brand products. At some point, you can't just keep buying uh, used stuff, which sucks. There's almost no way to not participate in these systems because the entire world's just built on them. So you just kind of have to accept, to some some degree, you have to accept that that's just a part of living. Yeah, you're a part of the system, unfortunately. Like, we're, we're born into it, and you unfortunately can't die. Maybe the Matrix was right, like, you know, 20 years ago. But isn't that also a capitalist propaganda um, avenue? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, we live in a world not built by us that was this way long before we got here, that was that built this way long before anyone that currently lives in it uh, is here. So. so you're saying that we didn't start the fire. We most certainly did not start the fire, and we most likely won't end it either. So are so. we blaming our... Are we putting all the blame on others, or should we at least accept responsibility for ourselves and try to make a difference? Well, I mean, you can accept the responsibility that's on you, but I don't think you'll ever be really able to change it, because I just... It's too big for one individual person to do it, or even if you got, like, three million people together, you're like, okay, let's all have the same mission. Let's stop the the exploitation of animals, the exploitations of poor people around the globe, you still would be able to do it. <laughs> Even if you spent your whole life trying. Yeah, I wonder if a big system-wide crash of the internet would change things. At least for the Western, air quotes, <laughs> um, society. It certainly would have a big impact on that. Maybe the Eastern society as well, but those uh, developing nations, oh, they probably like... Maybe not skyrocket, but they would probably they might be affected greatly, but not the same way that the Western uh, mm. the Western society would. Yeah, crash all the uh, the bank the bank computer systems. That'd cause big fuck up, big disaster everywhere. Could you imagine if if everything just went down? And we had no way to use debit cards or credit cards. I mean, I'd be in ruin. <laughs> all my money. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't had cash in a long time. I uh, I thought about this the other night in the shower. Um, using the using a, a capitalist system uh, hashtag shower thoughts <laughs> I was thinking about that of just like just recently with the floods and how we're mm-hmm. funny enough we're still isolated from the entire country sort of mm-hmm. maybe not fully isolated but like you know we have to go around we have to go under the United States and then like back around like up you know Penticton to Soyuz area many of those other highways that we can get to and then like we're connected back to the rest of canada sweet but i just thought of how like system was over and or the system crashed somehow and the state of anarchy slash no government was established or just occurred and and just also with the gas shortages that was the other thing and people um mm-hmm. panic buying um and stocking their shelves with food yeah it wasn't the toilet paper crisis from last year it was the flood that we had this year <laughs> um 
Jeez. I've, I've thought of this before, but this, like, I guess opened my eyes even further of, like, yeah, no, it'll just be the strong that wins. The strong and or... I could just be talking to my rear and trying to, like, downplay the fact that people who are physically strong are going to win. It's also potentially those who are resourceful and ambitious enough to amass enough resources but then by that point when all the resources are done it's like all right we're gonna have to kill each other for the resources and then we're gonna have to start hunting and gathering and then when people realize they're gonna over hunt um and you know all the livestock is gone um then people are just gonna start dropping like flies yeah well thankfully that probably won't happen in our lifetime but it'll happen eventually <laughs> Who even knows? I can't even tell. Oh, look at this! Look at this! Like knucklehead, this goof. He's he's spewing philosophy and thinks he's using he's smart by using big words. Thinks he knows everything. I don't. Yeah, I didn't hear any big words. Ah, uh, just like previously with other stuff. Oh, he knows capitalism. That means he's smart. Oh, he thinks like he knows everything. He's one of those guys. Self-righteous. P R I C K. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm a little self-entitled, and maybe I'm a little like dumb sometimes i don't know hey are we all uh well I think me more than most people well that's because you're you know your biggest critic but oh i certainly am that, that, that's also how it is for everyone else too i think except for narcissists <laughs> i could be narcissistic you know uh you may be maybe too critical i feel like a big uh kind of descriptor for narcissists is the fact that they're not very self-analytical yeah that's true That is actually true. Like, if you look at an, again, if you look at the um, the capitalist system known as iPhones uh, and Apple, uh, there is a difference between like an iPhone two and well, technically three, and an iPhone eight, and then an iPhone thirteen. Well, that's that's one way I try not to participate too much in kind of the fast uh, technology kind of thing. Is I I don't replace my my phone until I until I break it. So I keep. I usually have my same phone for like four or five years before I have to get a new one. Yeah, you know, you make a good point. If I may ask, how many phones have you gone through since I guess you started with your own phones? I actually, I actually own every single one of my previous phones. They're all sitting in my my drawer, sitting right next to me. Technically speaking, so do I, except they're in an attic somewhere. So I myself have had eleven phones. Wow. Up to this one. Uh, context starting from what year? I would have got my first phone probably around actually I guess I would have had 12 because the first phone that I had was a gift from my parents that was one of their old phones Blackberry that, that counts yeah um, so that would have been around 2006 yikes so he's had 12 phones one <laughs> in 2013 two in 2017 oh, wow. three in 2021 Wow. Yeah. That's, that's not very many phones. But you had that one broken phone. Uh, which Your one? screen was smashed for so many years. Which, oh, wait. Well, which <laughs> the one? The previous one. <laughs> okay. Actually, that's true because the Nokia 550, I think it was a 550, um, that one, like, that screen didn't break until I, like, smashed it. So, in frustration. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's true. Whereas the Acer, that one, yeah, that one, like, cracked instantly, unfortunately. <laughs> like, Within the start of the whole year, or the like, within the first three months, I got it, and I was like, "Oh crap!" Um, oh yeah, that's that's terrible. Yeah, if my phone screen cracks to the point where, you know, it's not like one crack; it's multiple of them. I'll just go and replace it. I don't, you know, 
I've had a couple times where I uh, cracked my screen and I actually got glass slivers from the touch screen. Oh, golly, that's... Oh, my. And so from then on, I just, I'm like, I'm not fucking with that anymore. <laughs> oh, look at this. They're talking about uh, capitalist systems again. They went from, like, criticizing it to, oh, let's talk about phones now. Well, again, you know, you you have to participate. You can't live in this world without a, a cell phone. You have to have you have to have morals. Uh, you're breaking. You're compromising. You're breaking these 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 ideals. Um, it's holding yourself to a higher standards and telling yourself that you're not a part of the system and you're not one of the sheep. Not to use that quote because yeah, I'm actually getting tired of using that because that right there is uh, you're still using where it's like you know, pardon my French. Like that's still kind of insulting the French. <laughs> so by in in a way like uh being just um another um puppet i guess of the system yeah no i gotta avoid that and plug myself but yes with unfortunately you know i'll just shoot myself in the foot with a shotgun um i do need to get a new phone now not now but soon because uh this google pixel 3 is just oh crap it has no it has no storage Oh, you could. Does it not have uh, the ability to insert an SD chip? There's no SD ports at all, which I should have wow. realized when I first bought it. Um, that is a dang shame. That is a dang shame. So I gotta go looking for one. The only reason I got the phone I have right now is because I looked it up, and it actually has more storage capabilities than there currently is in terms of SD cards. Wow. So I was like, that's awesome. You know, a couple years from now when SD cards get bigger, I'll still be able to use them in my phone. Because my phone is just, I mean, I probably have like 4,000 plus podcasts on my phone. Nice. So I need the uh, the space. Yeah, <laughs> I need the space to shoot videos for um, whenever you exhibition matches at the gym. And mm. it's starting to get fit. And also so I can have title again, because golly, I want to listen to music badly again. Um, actually, what? yeah, what is your phone, by the way? Um, it's some Samsung. I think it's S10. Of course, it's Samsung. <laughs> Maybe I'll finally just go for it. Yeah, I've always been a Samsung buyer. Most of the phones that I've owned have been Samsung. What uh, what what uh, what year model might it be? Oh, it looks like 2019. Yeah, I guess I'll maybe try for something between 2019 or to, at least something two years. Yeah, I also never pay for my phone up front. I always get the zero cost down one for whatever reason. I guess just uh, laziness or something. I see. I would uh, I'd do the opposite where I'd rather pay for the phone rather than be stuck in a plan. But I guess I've never uh, understood plans that well. So I just go for, hey, let me just buy either a used one or uh, one that doesn't require a plan. Yeah, and, and going with plans has only screwed me over, I think, twice because the phone broke. And then I was like, oh, fuck, I need to get a new phone. But now I have to pay for this broken phone in order to upgrade to a new one. So that's happened twice, that's definitely too bad, but I almost always have my phone for multiple years, so... I see. I usually pay it off before I upgrade. Oh yeah, uh, I hope uh, everybody who's in... Where was that tornado in? Kentucky? No. Oh, I didn't hear about it. Um, yeah, wherever it is, I hope you guys can... Uh, you guys are doing okay, and like here, you'll get support. It just—it feels—it feels so fake when I say like, oh, "I hope you guys are okay." Um, our thoughts are out to you, and I hope you guys get better. That just sounds—that just sounds very, very fake. I mean, what do you say? I mean, you could pull out the whole thoughts and prayers, but that sounds even more fake. I wasn't gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be on stars. Sorry, stars. No wait. 
Stars. There we go. Oh, yeah, fair. We're supposed to be going to see that tonight. Well, maybe next time with Johnny. Yeah, at one point. Don't worry. It'll, it'll happen. Oh, crap. I forgot they had Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I guess it makes sense because they have that in the X-Files. Oh, yeah. Really? It was on Fox? What the f***? Oh, jeez. I guess I could mention this for the, the speakeasy part. They have Criminal Minds as well? My goodness. Wow. Blackish is ABC, though, isn't it? Also, Empire. Forgot about that. They have Scrubs on here as well, and the Golden Girls. Hmm. Goodness gracious, they have a lineup. Futurama, yeah. great. Well, uh, Brianna went and got Stack TV through Amazon Prime. Have you guys checked... Oh, there's Family Guy. I was wondering if it was going to be on here or not. Where's King of the Hill? Um, Stack TV. Uh, how have you guys been enjoying Paramount Plus? That, like, what, three-month subscription? Yeah. Uh, we barely used it. There's, like, nothing on there. I figured. Oh, uh, there's going to be a... Uh, oh, wow, big trouble in Los China, even though I already own it. Um, there's going to be a Halo show on there. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I'm intrigued. Not really. <laughs> oh, but I was going to say, uh, on Stack TV, I noticed that they had the new 4400 series. Oh, yes. Right. The show that I've never uh, seen nor know anything about. Yeah, no. It's. I don't know if it's really worth going back for it. It's not a particularly great show, but I always loved it when I was a kid. And you know, Canadian show. It's got a fantastic opening uh, theme song sequence. One of the best parts of that show, I think. <laughs> uh, but the new the new show. I watched most of it. I think I have two episodes left. It's not. It's not great. But. <laughs> but I can appreciate. You know, it's it's very much um, like a super woke show. And I, in the new, the old series had a lot of, like, political undertones to it. Like, of course, we're bringing back people from the past into the modern era. So you'd have things like, one of my favorite characters in that show, um, the guy who's going to be playing Blade. I can't remember his name. Uh, oh, Marshal Ali. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he was in the original run of 4400. Really? Nice. And he was, uh, he was like a, a black army guy in the 50s and dealt with a lot of, like, racial discrimination so they, so they definitely covered that stuff in the original show, but this new series, it's an almost entirely black cast, and there's a whole bunch of, like, gay and a couple trans characters in it, and so definitely riding the PC train pretty hard, but the concept still works at the 4400, so, you know, and I think the original show, again, covered some political stuff anyway, so it, it's kind of still in keeping with it, in a way. But I know it's getting terrible ratings, so they're probably not going to renew it, and I know a lot of the complaints are the PC stuff, but eh, it is what it is. Oh my goodness. Fair enough. What is this, Cowboy Bebop? Oh yeah, I forgot that got cancelled. <laughs> I'll, um... This was a weird one because obviously I'm gonna, you know, play the, uh... play the role of the mediator here, or at least, you know, I've... even though I've, I've distanced myself from that show for mm. good reason because again I think everybody who uh hates the show are are fans obviously of the original and I think they're all like self-entitled hypocrites. Well, um I could be wrong. I could be completely hyperbolic in that statement and completely wrong. I feel like I should quickly uh determine. Now go ahead, yeah, please. Have you have you watched any of the new Netflix show? I haven't yet. Mm. But again, I'm taking this approach from Ghost in the Shell, where it's like, and 
my stance on the show when it was being announced was I hope they keep true to the characters and I don't want to see anything from the original show um, I don't want them develop doing the same storyline I want them to do something completely unique to the medium they're uh, in which is live action instead of animation because there's no reason to it's completely separate it's like all right let's see let's let's have somebody else's take so basically similar stance i have with ghost of the shell um you can have some references as long as they're not like story related like you know some things in the background if if you want to yeah no, just out of curiosity because i've only seen the first like maybe three three to five episodes of the anime of catwalk bebop and that was probably back in 2015 so I don't have much memory of it. Um, with Ghost in the Shell, we had a source material, the manga, which was quite different than the anime, which had a lot of, you know, there was a couple anime-related things, a couple different comic things. So there was more of, like, a place to go with your own ideas from. With Cowboy Bebop, is it just kind of that anime? Was it originally a comic? Do you know if the comic was much different? Like, do you feel like there's as much room to stretch itself out? The same way Ghost in the Shell had? So, Bebop is in one of those unique positions where it's not based off a comic book. And those are very, very rare in Japan sometimes. At least in the 90s, mm-hmm. I believe. Up to that point when it was made. So, usually when you don't write something... Like, for instance, with Nausicaa, um, nobody had faith in that. Okay, I'm going to say nobody. But at least to make it seem more... Uh, real not realistic, but to make it to have the idea, the pitch sell more. Excuse me. For uh, backers to kind of believe more in the project, they were like, well, "Let's have if if you make it like a comic first, uh, then we'll feel a little more um, assured that, uh, and, and and if it gets an audience, then we feel more assured backing you up." And that's basically how the Nausicaa comic was created and why we have uh, the comic and the movie. So this didn't have that. Uh, instead, I believe Sunrise was like, you know, the gods of Mecca. They said, as long as you put have uh, ships in the show, do whatever you want. <laughs> and that's how we got Cowboy Bebop. And then comics came afterwards there I believe were two separate series of comics there was one that was running alongside the show which is what most things would do whether it's like video game or TV series for a movie over here in like the western culture and then there that one got cancelled I think early on I could be wrong on that um, because it and it also straight away, kind of like the Yu-Gi-Oh! GX manga or comic, uh, it went in a completely different storyline. Other than, like, you know, Jane Yuki goes to Duelist Academy and then they did something else. This was, like, yeah, completely different. Whereas they had another series that did, like, side uh, stories, which could work with that show or in that universe. Because the idea is that they're bounty hunters. Unlike maybe what Bo- Book of Boba Fett is, I, I don't know. Is that him just being a bounty hunter, or is the same thing with Mandalorian? Is the Mandalorian a bounty hunter, or or what? Yeah, bounty hunter. Is there two different things? Okay, so it's the same thing. The whole culture is a bounty hunter, b- bounty hunting culture. Thank you. 
So, you know, this is basically no different than Cowboy Bebop, or than Mandalorian. That came first, though. Um, Bebop did. In that, you could basically have any... Even the movie itself uh, kind of showcased that, where it's just like another episode in, in, this, in the entire, like, story of, these, of this, like, particular bounty hunting crew. Hmm. So it's really like, as long as you kind of stick to what they were trying to... The, the themes and or the what is it uh, the, the the tone of the show as long as you get that right uh, I think it would translate well anywhere rather than just like alright you gotta make like the style the exact same hmm oh okay I see what you're saying also the um, the writer for Cowboy Bebop the majority wise of the episodes the, the head writer uh, passed, passed away recently at what was she 58 57 or something like that. Oh, that's quite young. Yeah, no, rest in peace. So, back to your question, I guess. Whatever that was, because <laughs> I went on a long tangent. Oh, do you want me to, to repeat it? Yes, if you don't mind. Sure, well, I, I was kind of saying with, with something like Ghost in the Shell, there's so much in the property that there's lots of different places that you can go without doing a carbon copy uh, direct adaptation. Aye. Now I was more asking if if Cowboy Bebop had a similar kind of um, franchise breadth, or if it's just kind of that one thing that people would want to see adapted into live action, they were choked that it was either deviating or being too precise. I don't know if you know the criticisms, but... I I have a bunch of criticism, not criticism, I have a bunch of reactions to the show being cancelled by a number of uh, Japanese people. Oh. But I... As for the show, like, I've kind of stayed away from that a bit. Mm. Even though I've read articles, so I, I, I've just been like, okay, I've, I've been interested, yes, but I've, uh, from a distance, of course. You're still involved, shut up. <laughs> the only thing that I know is that it was cancelled, and the only thing that I've seen of the show is either headline pictures or the kind of headline on Netflix when you open it up. I've had next to no interest, but not because I'm, like, against an adaptation, I just... I've got other things to watch, and that's very, very low on my, my pull of priority. Whereas I chose not to, not because, again, I'm boycotting, because I think that's just silly and actually very, like, immature. Uh, because you you fans wanted this, so, like, you're getting it, and you should own it. Um, I just didn't want to be part of the discourse, even though I'm talking about it now, so I kind of just, again, shot myself in the foot with a shotgun. Yeah, and again, you you're probably more connected to the fandom than me, but... I mean, did they want it? I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like these adaptations show up and no one asks for them. And people aren't happy about them. And they never would have been. So, <laughs> Let's put it this way. Fox was supposed to make a movie uh, with the, the big rumor being, or the, what everybody wanted, the headliner of playing who would play Spike Spiegel is Keanu Reeves. Oh, interesting. And we never got that. That was, uh, once again, it's Fox, so they... Shot that out, shot that down out of the sky, and so, well, you know, they, I guess, it went through. It stayed in Hollywood for a while, and until somebody with ambition or with the right connections, and it was serendipitous, came along and just got a hold of it, and Netflix came about as well, and they just all were like, "Let's do this," and. There was Cowboy Bebop, Cowboy Bebop, excuse me. 
the Netflix series, excuse me. Yeah, I'll I'll just say this for the the fans, because again, I mean, I, I'm completely outside, but I have no idea what their criticisms are. I don't really know anything about that fandom whatsoever. But if they announced that they're making a big Akira remake, I mean, you know me, I'll watch anything. Unfortunately, I would see it, but I would totally understand people being like, "There's no way to make this in live action that would be good." I'm not watching it because I don't want to support them continuing to make these remakes and. I just have no interest. I would totally get that perspective, but I would see it. So, <laughs> so that's my only response to, to people boycotting things like that. Oh, that's fair. Um, again, I, I would be interested to see it for an adaptation standpoint of what could you do? What could you translate uh, without it looking unfaithful, if you want to call it that? Or as groundbreaking as, you know, the film was. Yeah, and, and who knows? I mean, again, we talked about the new Ghost in the Shell, how they had a lot more ideas than I would expect. Something like Akira, though, is so kind of artsy and a little surrealist. I would assume that the, the studio would try to dumb it down, but I guess you never know. Well, I mean, there's the fact that, again, similar to Ghost... It's in, in a particular predicament, excuse me, um, in that only two things exist with Akira... And that's pretty much it after that. The comic book and then mm. the movie. So they always can fall back into the comic book if they wanted to and, and take oh, stuff yeah. from there uh, and adapt it how they wish. So they kind of have something to fall back on. Yeah, because it's such a different story in the comics. Yeah, they could do a series for it. Yes, it is, which is one thing I want to pat myself on the back for this year and add that to the checklist of I finally read Akira. Oh, that's awesome. I'm jealous. Uh, the comic book, <laughs> excuse me. Yes, I don't know why I haven't lent it to you for some reason, because we stopped hanging out at, with each other in person for some reason. Yeah, well, yeah, I miss seeing you in person. Yeah, it's been a while. But even if you did lend it to me, I, I probably wouldn't read it because I've just been so terrible with reading comics lately. I've been better with reading books. But... <sighs> writing, great, but, but uh, writing, great, books, great, movies, like, that's just your bread and butter. But comic books, oh, oh goodness gracious, unless it's, like, you know, something to do with uh, mm -hmm. the channel on your own time nay yeah and i try i just have it's been hard to get back into reading comics lately and, and I'm, I, I just go through phases like that like books the start of this year i was doing great middle of the year wasn't reading anything at all now i'm back in it and i'm just reading a ton so hopefully comics will come back around for me too because i miss i miss comics sort of not on topic but just completely off topic have you seen this sonic 2 trailer oh i did not even know that existed wow Oh, I should also mention that the Game of the Year awards were just this past Thursday, was it? Yes, this past Thursday. Um, I still don't know who won Game of the Year because I haven't finished watching uh, one of the streams. So, eh, I don't know. Was was there a great year for video games? I don't know, I didn't play any. Okay, I did play like two. Um, I broke, which I feel sad about, but, you know, whatever. Oh, what'd you play? I told you, I played... A game called well, played like the first, oh, yeah. like, like level or two of a game called Gravity Rush, and then uh, just inadvertently started playing Devil May Cry One. Mm, that's right. And also, unfortunately, my PS4 controller died, so I need to get a new one. Oh no, it's no good. Yeah, it's not resyncing with my PS4 for some strange reason. Yeah, to try the whole battery out and wait and whatever crap. There's no batteries. Oh. Uh, that's not how it works. Oh, PS4 doesn't have... Oh, that's weird. Hmm. Yeah. Also, that wasn't with the PS3 either. 
Oh, no batteries for that one either? Sony never had batteries in their controllers, only the uh, the Xbox, Microsoft game consoles. Well, it goes to tell you how long it's been for me. Yeah, I haven't had a PlayStation since PlayStation 2. There you go. The correct console that you should have got back in the day. Yeah, and I think the wireless ones for that console had batteries. So yeah, I guess they dropped off after that. Because I only had corded ones, but I had some friends who had the... Maybe those were off-market even. Yeah, perhaps. Non-corded ones. Bootleg ones. Goodness gracious. I mean, they still make bootleg versions of that, but like... Not anymore, I guess. People are just, I guess, maybe smarter. Yeah, I was always so jealous of my friends who had like the see-through ones that would like light up as you're playing. It's kind of distracting. But I liked it. I have that as an Xbox controller, and I don't think it works very well. Whoops. Well, that's fair. Okay, now I'm gonna go check out this Sonic 2 trailer, but just out of curiosity, so this is gonna turn into an end-of-year special. <laughs> has your, uh, since you took this whole year off uh, video games to focus on drawing, has that gone very successful for you? Completely failed. Like, just, um, like everything in my life failed. Just, just fail it. I'm a failure. Oh, that, that's too bad to hear, but... But you've been you've been spending so much time working on uh, martial arts stuff. How's that been going? Oh, still a failure. <laughs> I'm just I'm just a terrible human being. I'm just in wow. the, I'm doing everything wrong. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, in what way do you feel like you failed with the uh, the martial arts? I mean, I could show you exactly what I do. Well, I I have videos to prove like how wrong I am or how bad I am. Oh wow. Well. well, you know what they say. You know, practice. Practice makes perfect, you know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, time and there's little things that I could years. do to help or to change things, but yeah, I'll just say this: as I mentioned, oh, I finished um, three novel-length stories this year. I'm very proud of it, but I only like one of them. The other two, I think, complete failures. And in some ways, it kicks my ass because you know I spent who knows how many hours. One of them's eighty thousand words. The other's about seventy thousand. In all that time, there's lots of stuff I like, but when you get to the very the third act, it's just like I fucked the whole thing up. And it's like, you know, at least I got them done. That's that's an accomplishment. I can feel pretty proud about that. But it's like all that time, and I just I almost wasted it because I fucked it up. But you know, at least at least I got them done. Now that I know that I can finish a novel, maybe the next time I'll get it right. And that's kind of all all you can do. Yeah, that's that's true. Um... Oh, Isaac, don't you, uh, aren't, you should, you should be okay, because, you know, don't, don't feel bad, because the New Year's right around the corner, and you can, you know, do New Year's, res I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. Me neither. <laughs> Take it day by day. I think, yeah, I think we've, may have mentioned it, I think, I feel like I mentioned this last year in our, like, year-end special, or at least year-end <laughs> speakeasy, but, yeah, we, yeah, we don't, we, at least him and I, we don't believe in, that's yeah, it's day by day, like, each Every day is a brand new day. Yep. Don't let a new year decide that. That's just, like, bad thinking. That's that's psychologically a terrible thing you can do, because you're going to fail. And then you'll feel bad, and then you'll get back into your bad habits. Yep. Yeah, I only make, yeah, usually weekly goals. These are things I want to get done this week. But very rarely do I, you know, plan things out ahead of time by, by very much. Even those can be, like, toxic as well, and uh, a step backwards. But... Uh, Depending on the person, I'm not saying you are, just depending on the person, it could uh, also be detrimental. Yeah, I do. This is actually kind of funny since we're talking about this. I've, I've always been someone who fails at the goals that I set, and it's always really kicked my ass and made me feel like a piece of shit. But shockingly, one of my childhood goals that I probably made when I was like 13 is I was like, by 27, you have to either have a novel published or at least a novel finished. 
And that's a goal that I somehow met. You so. did it. You absolutely did it. <laughs> Not the published part, of course, but at least I at least I did that. But yeah, there's so many other. It's yeah, making goals is hard. It's hard. It feels so bad once they fail. <laughs> if we're going by like, you know, childhood goals, like my six-year-old self or younger self was, I adamantly wanted to be an inventor, even though I didn't like fully know what that meant. Hmm. Maybe I'll, like, invent something one day that's not the definition of inventing, but, like, you still invented it, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, an inventor, that's a hard gig. <laughs> that is a hard gig. It is. I didn't even know what it was at that point. I still don't know if it's, like, the same as an engineer or not. Yeah, a little while ago I was watching this stupid show from the 90s called Dinosaurs. Do you know that show, the Jim Henson uh, sitcom? Uh, yes, the one my friend absolutely adores because he watched it as a teenager slash preteen. I also did, and I picked up the Blu-rays several years ago. Or DVDs, I should say, not Blu-rays. And I've been very, very slowly making my way through them because it's a sitcom and it's not particularly funny most of the time. And the plots are super simplistic and kind of dumb. But I, I enjoy it just for the, the dinosaur Muppets, basically. Yep. But a recent one I watched, this young, the, the kid from the family was like, I want to be an inventor. So I'm just going to look around and be like, okay, I'm going to create a new invention. He looks around his bedroom. <laughs> then from looking around his bedroom, he discovers a way to limitless energy. And so and so he tries to get it to revolutionize dinosaur society, but they all fear monger and end up ruining it. And it was like a big capitalist kind of statement episode. But it was so silly. But it just you saying that reminded me of it. That's fair. The former, uh, there was a, I thought there was a parody of the former president of the United States on there, wasn't there? Uh, which, which, which one? The one previous to this one right now, currently. Oh, Donald Trump? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like there was one, because I saw, my friend showed me clips of, like, these two guys, basically, or this, this one character, clearly a capitalist, and clearly somebody similar to Donald Trump, um making statements as, as he would either back then or nowadays or at least before he was president i don't know oh that's funny i hope i get to that episode soon the ones that i've been watching recently uh i guess jason alexander was a little regular for the second season so he just did one where he played a character called sexual harris and they had a woman join the workplace and he was just constantly sexually harassing her and then she tried to take it to court but it's like a society of dinosaurs, so they're all old school, so they're just making all these cracks about her appearance. Like, what were you wearing when he um, made her, his advances on you? Yikes. Then they, they get Jason Alexander to come up, and they're like, is it true that you fired her because she wouldn't go out with you? And he's like, yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> and they're just like, oh, okay, that's case closed. Yep, that's fair enough reason to fire someone. So, <laughs> wow. Kind of funny, but also just stupid. But... <laughs> I mean, satire, I guess. Satire, yeah, but not not particularly clever. But, <laughs> but yeah, maybe sitcoms just just aren't for me. But I mean, you like the first two episodes of WandaVision, though, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. And I used to enjoy like I Love Lucy or uh, Bewitched. I used to quite like Bewitched when I was a kid. I guess I'll give Marvel that they finally gave out the uh, they finally got all the shows out that I kept questioning last year. Like, hey, where's all these shows that you guys promised? Yeah, and I haven't even started Hawkeye yet. Guess I had to catch up on that. Yeah, what if you? By the way, just just for you here, because I know that this whole year, 
and maybe even the previous year, you've kind of like fallen off seeing a lot of the big movies. Out of the big movies that you did see this year, which one stood out for you more? Maybe that's too big a question. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, I have to look up what I've seen this year. Okay, let's see. Okay, okay. hang on, let me... At least you're giving me good reason to update my stub collection right now. <laughs> wow. Holy smokes. Have I only seen... I guess so, yeah, because they closed this down again. Yeah. That can't be. We're going to have more of these, right? Well, with the stubs this year, I've been buying so many things online to go see movies. I haven't. I don't think I have any ticket stubs from this year. Yeah, wow. Well, now I gotta like start scouring my room for these. I know I didn't throw all the stubs away, but okay. Let's see. So I saw. I don't know what the first one it was. I saw. Cause... Do I have my Godzilla vs. Kong ticket? I don't remember now if I do or not. Hmm. Yeah, I have it in here somewhere, I guess. But I know I saw that one. Yeah, me too. Where's my Dune ticket? I know I had it here somewhere. Yeah, I'm so unorganized right now. Um, well, let's see. Okay, so I saw Dune. I saw God I know Godzilla vs. Kong was my first one this year when they reopened in June. Yeah, me too. I saw that one in the drive-in. After that... Um, oh, Mortal Kombat as well. Um, though yep. that was also in the, uh, the drive-in with you. I saw Old Twice... Um, mm. Malignant with you, Spirited Away, even that, that doesn't count. <laughs> um, oh, Space Jam A New Legacy, that's right, I forgot I saw that. Hmm. Sweet, I just had to look behind there. Also, I have another... Oh, there's my, I got vaccinated sticker, which a lot of people are putting on their backs of their trucks. Or trucks, excuse me. Oh, there's my second old ticket, okay, there we go. Oh, Candyman as well. Dang it, I gotta see that. Hmm. Uh, let's see, anything over here... No, I'll look over. But anyway, okay, so, but just to answer your question again, like, what are, what, what's my list right now? Like, you've probably seen more than I, obviously, yeah, you've seen more than I have, you always have. Yeah. Yeah, I go to the movies once a week at least, usually twice a week, so. Um, golly, I, what's the, what's the, what's my favorite? Yeah, if you have one. Or what's subjectively the best? Uh, either or, really. The ones that stood out for you. I think because I limited myself to seeing, like, a few this year, they all stick out in my brain. That's fair. Then again, I forgot I went and saw Candyman, which... I guess is that saying, like, how forgettable it was? Oh. It certainly is not. It's not. It's not forgettable, I'll say that. I just... I don't know, I just haven't thought of these, because I... Just focus on something else other than cinema right now. Hmm. Was before I was. Goodness gracious me. Yeah, I'm just I'm terrible. <laughs> Change your life. No, uh, I like my position. Right now. No. Even though I don't like this term, you've only got so much bandwidth, so you can only direct your energies into certain areas at, at certain times of your life. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, see, I mean, I guess I could say like every single one I saw was one that I would see again potentially. At least with Malignant, I'd have to see it with you and Johnny, because that was just <laughs> too good to not, like, watch by myself. That's fair. I would have not had the same experience um, if by, uh, by myself, whereas with Dune, I absolutely could have watched it myself and will watch it with myself again. Yeah, Dune, yeah, definitely one of the standout ones from this year. 
I would also throw in No Time to Die, another standout. Yes. Where the heck is... Oh, yeah, I didn't have that stub. That's right. Never mind. Um, yeah, like you said, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. That's also the first one I saw when the theaters opened up again. Still really enjoy that, although I haven't gone back to it in a while. Um, the French Dispatch was, was mostly good. Not not great, but... I missed that. Dang it. I definitely enjoyed that. Um, there was a couple of musicals this year that I saw that I liked. Um, in the Heights. Oh, right. Dear Evan Hansen, that's right. Which Thank you. That's that's what I was trying to think. All the... Which every fan of the play, like, also rejected. Yeah, I don't know anything about the play, but... Yeah, I enjoyed seeing that in the theaters. It was fun. Wow, you just ruffled some feathers there. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> they can like the they can like the play. I'll probably never see it. So the movie's the only exposure that I had, and I enjoyed the music to it. Some of the the lead actors' performance was a little off, I thought, but I enjoyed the music. So, um, what else did I see this year? Like, yeah, you mentioned *Malignant*. I saw that twice. That was a, a ton of fun. Um, *Cruella*. I think was a surprise. I quite enjoyed that. What else? It's it's hard to think about what came out this year. You didn't see Antlers, did you? No, I missed that one. I know you saw The Green Knight. Oh, I love The Green Knight. Absolutely. It's one of my favorite uh, theatrical screenings this year. Um, the Suicide Squad was, was quite good. Sorry, The Suicide Squad. Yep. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, I didn't see Jungle Cruise. Uh, but I did see the other MCU movies, that just just because of Disney, I should say. <laughs> They're big Disney movies. Oh, and I guess that does kind of open the door to streaming, because there was Luca f- for uh, Pixar. Unfortunately, I say that only just because Pixar didn't know about the fact that they were getting streamed. Yeah, and I can't remember if Soul came out this year or last year. I'm gonna say last year. Hmm. Yeah, and I saw I saw a ton of new movies this year on streaming. Just so so much, too much, <laughs> too much to even like go through them all. But, but yeah, it's, it's been it's a little too bad that the theater was closed for so much of the year. I definitely missed miss going. And I guess maybe for you, you kind of fell out of going a little bit. Yeah, the pandemic killed it for me. Mm. I will be honest there. It it just it destroyed it for me. Oh, a Quiet Place too. That was really quite enjoyable. Oh yeah, right. I forgot about that one. I didn't see that, but yeah, that that came out. Yeah, maybe maybe next year they'll have you know more consistently open, more things that interest you, and kind of pull you back a little bit. Ah, uh, it's not just that; it's just my time management that really mattered. Mm. Yeah, I mean, what were you going to like to the gym like five, six days a week? Pretty much five days a week. Yeah, so it's almost like the the job. It is. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it pretty much is my like second job. Yeah, it reminds me back when I was a teenager, and I'd go to the gym six days a week. Six day, I would just go for like an hour of cardio and a little bit of like yoga stuff. Nice. Yeah, I used to love that, but it did start consuming my life a little bit too much. Especially once I started to be allergic to the protein I would have to take. And so that I'd be sick for the rest of the day after I, after I worked out. I'll never take protein. I just can't. It's just, nah, it's not worth it. Hey, it gave me some insane gains. Absolutely insane how, That's fair. how much it helped. That's fair, though. The gains are a little different in the field I go into. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I was more into the bodybuilding side of things with the gym. Going for, uh, yeah, weight training. Would you have ever gone to competition? Uh, no. It was it was just, uh... Personal. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't enjoy being photographed or attention, really. So, like, I remember when I was in, um, 
my gym or not my gym what am i saying my uh my drum drum class my drum instructor was like oh you know you're getting so good i want to put you in the the show that we're we're doing at the end of the year and i was just like no not at all he's like oh but come on you've you've improved so much like your parents can come and see how great you've done and i was just like no i, I really do not want to have to perform in front of people at all that's just not for me so do you do competitions for your uh your stuff that you've been, you've been doing that's um yes and no it's only because the uh the competition scene here when it comes to uh fighting is garbage oh okay fair enough yeah canada doesn't exactly like our form of uh of fighting let's put it that way hmm when it comes to tradition, they're all for it, but when it comes to, uh, well, non-traditional, they are just like, yeah, unless you're, like, pro, you can't do anything else, and it's like, that's kind of garbage. Hmm. And so I kind of, I, I just like that and hope that, or is it, is it all Canada or is it just BC? I think it's both. So I hope that, <laughs> I'll say this, <laughs> I would love to be a part of a, a, a movement that changes that. Um, because if you're allowing people to like bash each other's brains out in hockey, ice hockey, excuse me, why can't you do that with like in a in a sport that has rules and there's consequences if you break those rules? Potentially, of course, there's loopholes and people who will be in the system and whatnot. But potentially speaking, there are consequences to actions if you break the rules. I, I don't see what would happen there. Like, do I have to play the clip of Bertuzzi like? Doing that, uh, yeah, doing the infamous move to what's his face, you know, back in 04 or 05 now. I don't remember now. I think it was 03. Before the Sedins came, right? Uh, it, sound, it sounds about that era, but I'm not yeah. exactly sure when. I don't remember either. But yeah, do I have to play that clip again just to like make it, like, let it sink in? Yeah, I mean, I guess they've tried to discourage some of the fighting stuff. At least from like the 90s and early 2000s with hockey these days so i mean i guess they're a little consistent in trying to push back on that stuff <laughs> it's the pg era instead of the attitude era oh it's it's funny you say that i was gonna say uh <laughs> bring in uh wrestling by the way yeah I, I wish that we had more of a wrestling kind of uh movement here in bc cause, like not even wwf or any of the promotions come here to perform and nope like God, uh, that's, that's, that just sucks. Our our entire like this is same with music, uh, like concerts. Our like promoting scene here for any any outside venues, uh, even some venues here, just is is garbage. Like it's it's pathetic. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. You figure there'd be a lot more. Uh, uh, but who knows? Maybe maybe people just don't show up, so they don't bother. Uh, there's reason for it. I don't remember what it's the, the reason is, but I know that there is a reason that why, why like a lot of venues don't come here. Last time like UFC came to Vancouver was 2010. I remember that, even though I wasn't into UFC at, back then. Yeah, would you say you're you're more into it these days? I absolutely would. After last night, <laughs> I will certainly say that. I am. I am sad that Dustin Poirier lost. However. Um, I'm at least happy that it was a good fight, and I res highly respect Charles Oliveira, and he absolutely did a fantastic job of beating him. Um, very well done, and as pointed out by um, the one of the one of the uh, elite dudes in my gym, let's put it that way, he um, he didn't know how to clinch, and that's what gave him that back take, that rear naked choke. 
Had he learned how to clinch, he would have, uh, he may have had some, like, uh, defenses against getting back taken immediately while standing, mind you. But the, the other thing he pointed out was the fact that he knew how to, uh, switch, was it switch stance and, uh, pull counter? Yeah, that's what it was, I believe. Like, he, so he complimented his boxing, but his, as for his, like, defense against takedowns and stuff, he was like, nah, this guy doesn't have it. Hmm. And I guess that's the thing with UFC is so many different styles. It's, you know, you got to kind of be a jack of all trades to kind of be good in that, that sport. That's funny that one of the, one of the YouTubers I watch, who's uh, also a fighter of our, uh, of our style, uh, he also mentioned that, but he also, he didn't mention that we have to be jacks of all trades. We have to just be very good in different categories. Mm. I guess that is just jack of all trades, but he said we yeah. weren't, um, which I can believe in. Uh, yeah, the Amanda Nunes fight and the Pena fight, goodness gracious, that was surprising, I'll say that, but the the joke of the night was that there was just a lot of one-twos, and that was it. There was no setups, nobody, like, the, the even though people will say, oh, what a fantastic, like, fight night it was, um, if you looked at all, like, the technique shown, it was very basic at best, hmm. which is very interesting. Yeah, I've, I've tried to get into UFC occasionally over the years. In one, I always just find the, the violence just a little bit too off-putting for me. That's totally fair. I just don't enjoy watching people get hurt. It's one of the reasons, you know, when I was a teenager, people would start a fight and everyone gather around to watch. I would definitely not do that. <laughs> no interest at you all. You have a legit reason why. Like, this is... It's it's traumatic. Like, I understand that. So, I respect that ever so, like, completely. And I, and I can enjoy the technique in UFC, but sometimes it does just kind of turn into not as much technique as much as it is just... It's literally just rock and sock and robots, as they say. Yeah. Dominant person gets them down, punch, 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 and then suddenly they're like, okay, call it off, quick. Like, <laughs> it's like, goddamn. Yeah, if, if the rule is if you cannot intelligently defend yourself, then the match is over. Mm -hmm. The referee will call a stop to the, the bout. Yeah, and sometimes it doesn't even... Like, you as just a viewer don't see it, and it's almost like, whoa, is the refs jumping in here too early? Or, like... That is a that is another thing with it where either they jump in too early uh, because they're you know they want to protect the fighters at all times, um, mm -hmm. which is which is fair, or at least one of the fighters, excuse me, if they have advantage over the other. And then there's um, a certain person, let's just say, it, let them die. Uh, anybody who gets their reference, they get it. Um, <laughs> will let the fight go on prolonged um, to the point that they should have stopped it earlier. So it goes both ways. Yeah, I've seen fights like like that too or yeah i just can't watch anymore it's like oh this is just getting like too too much and yeah. trust me you don't want to watch like ufc one or like the early days because all it was was no groin or eye gouges and that's it everything else is fair game as in like you can reach into uh you can you can grab their their um uh their cup their jock strap, mm -hmm. move it around, like, like move it ever so slightly, and just, like, knee and or uppercut down there. Yeah, I eventually did go back and finish uh, the first UFC, because I, I remember I tried watching it, and I turned it off because of uh, someone getting their tooth knocked out, and they were... I mean, that's not surprising if you watch hockey. It was more just, because um, one, I didn't feel like the announcing team had any clue what they were doing at all. I mean, that's fair. And something like... about the way they handled it just just really put me off 
I'll say this: I uh, enjoy watching it because big of uh, uh, big John McCarthy because he's just uh, he's an absolute respectful man, a gentleman, and a very good referee. Uh, just he he's mm. he's the exemplary like he is absolutely like the definition of what you want in a ref where um, he knows when the uh, fight should end and uh, or when like yeah he brings a stop so yeah he's like the the the, the pinnacle I'd say yeah I remember. Maybe one or two guys getting actually pissed off at him for calling off the fight when he did. They're just like, "This is ridiculous." It didn't seem like that was even a well put together event. Like it didn't seem like the fighters really knew what it was going to be at all. And oh, and it was like they didn't have they 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 didn't even have like gloves uh, no. either. No. They you could go into the ring with a gi on with a belt, and that's the whole like where um, uh, Hoist Gracie choked out who was it um, Ken Shamrock with the lapel of his. Uh, and won the round and everyone's just like what is this but it's like hey it's not in the rules so like everything everything's fair to uh, you can grab the cage uh to just anything really like it was just and and the other thing sorry to interrupt you is that they even had it so that uh it was a almost a king of the hill tournament where oh, oh not, yeah. not really king of the hill tournament but like what is it? a tournament where it was there was no um no weight classes so you could have like a a sixty one kilogram person, which is myself, against like a hundred and twenty kilogram person, so double their weight basically, uh, fighting. Talk about a squash match. Yeah, it's so weird. It was it was such a badly put together event. Yeah, just terrible. And so I I haven't really explored like because I was planning on just going through and watching like the big you know kind of pay per view events like that, but that one was so poorly put together. I was like, I'm not gonna bother watching any from at least this decade forward <laughs> maybe after 10 years they'll figure their their shit out but i was like wow this is so i would bad. say i would say like when around the era maybe before a bit like when gsp was around i know there's probably plenty of other fighters that people will point out to but like around the era of gsp and i'm not saying like oh you so look at him but in that era of his you look at that era that's kind of the era where i i'd say you can start and where like modern uh, UFC kind of found and that that modern UFC found its footing. I'd say. Oh, I was, I was just thinking because we were talking about Ken Shamrock. Was he the first UFC fighter to go over to the WWE, or I guess F back then? Uh, I know he was slightly associated with them, but I didn't remember too much about that. Yeah, he was in it for a couple, at least like maybe four or five years, the WWF. But I don't remember if he was in it before he started doing UFC. So I think that first one was 89 or 90? Yeah, around then. Maybe it was 96. Uh, yeah, now I'm, cu- now I'm curious. Yeah, look it up. Because it was 96, then yeah, he definitely did the WWE stuff before that. No, he, he would have had to. Because he was a legit wrestler, if I recall. I don't know if he... He wasn't in the Olympic team, but he was... I mean, everybody did college wrestling back in the day. Uh, 93. That's when UFC one started. Yep. Goodness gracious me. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because I, when Ken Shamrock showed up, I was like, "Hey, Ken Shamrock, I know this fuck guy. He did a lot of stuff in WWF." So. Huh? Maybe he. Uh, maybe Vince brought brought him in. I know. I don't think I don't think Dana White was there from the start. I think he bought it out eventually, or got in there at some point. I could be wrong on that. I, I feel like I feel like you're right about that, but I'm yeah I'm not too sure. 
Oh, it looks like actually he jumped into WWE in 98. Wow, I thought he was there in the early 90s during their Bret Hart stuff, but I guess well, not. Well, it's pretty late then, eh? Actually, no, wait. This this looks confusing and wrong. Okay, Is it Wikipedia? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd say, once again, never use Wikipedia as a source of fact. Go to the sources that they use and look at that and then judge if that's fact or false. Mostly it might be fact. Wikipedia, like something like a Rotten Tomatoes, is more of an aggregate, aggregator. Fuck. Sometimes I just can't say that word. So it's, yeah, not everything's going to be 100% reliable, but it's much easier to, to go there. And then, you, yeah, you can check the sources. Yeah, if with Rotten Tomatoes, everybody, look at the individual reviews and then, like, discern whether or not, like, the general populace of those critics agree or not. Hmm. Like, the people only just look at the score. I tend to do that as well and not read the reviews. But also because I don't care. Oh, yeah, it looks like Shamrock debuted in 97. So, yeah, oh, later than I thought. Interesting. Yeah, I thought I he was he... there in the early 90s. Hmm. No, I guess he went there... Yeah, a bit, like... Yeah, a bit, but yeah, he, he was there every now and then. Yeah, and it's interesting because I always associate him with Bret Hart, but I guess he was at the very last years of Bret Hart. Yeah, before he the, left in 97. Before the screw job occurred. Yeah, weird. Yeah, and it looks like he stuck around to the early 2000s. Left, uh during the Attitude Era. Oh, but I guess we should probably get this started sometime sometime soon. I mean, I'm not... I'm in no oh, rush, wait. but now you got to work tomorrow, so... Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, we're... Uh, we're what, what, we're supposed to record some things? <laughs> we're so bad that we don't even... We haven't even done our, like, Avatar... Uh, uh, show news. Oh, I guess we could talk about that a little bit. I don't know anything about it, but... Well, just, like, the news that came out months ago. We still, we said we were going to do it, and then, like, you didn't have your notes prepared. Oh, is it about the new new shows? Well, just, like, the, the Netflix show, I mean. Oh, 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 that, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, I don't know that. if there's really much information out there with it right now. Well, I thought they, like, dropped the whole cast, and several other things. Maybe I'm just limited on that. <laughs> Yeah, I think they dropped the cast, but I don't know if there's much else announced because I don't think they have a release date currently. No, they never had a. Re they just said that I think they released like set. Really, I don't even know if they've released set photos. I think they just released cast, their interviews, and that's it. Hmm. Oh, I do. I looked it up just now, and I saw an article that says uh, uh, Avatar fans should be concerned because if Cowboy Bebop got canceled after one season, is this a bad sign for the upcoming Avatar series? So that's interesting. Well, if I cared at all, no. <laughs> if okay, when when is it like you're showing compassion, or when you're showing emotion and attachment to a show, and when is it just you're watching it for um, a purpose, more rather than like a job as a job instead? Mm -hmm. Can you discern that? Can I? Um, or can I, yeah yeah let's ask you. Can you do that? I don't think I actually do watch anything for that purpose. I don't have enough connection to almost anything, except for Doctor Who, I suppose, but... Yeah, Doctor Who, I guess, is the closest, because I'll watch it, even if I despise it, just to celebrate, or just to uh, support the show, just because I want it to keep going. <laughs> even though it doesn't make any sense, because I, I haven't enjoyed a new season of Doctor Who since, like, 2010, but I still watch it every year. Oh, my. 
This man didn't like Matt Smith nor Peter, Peter Capaldi. I appreciate the actors. Um, yes, no, that's fair. I, I'm sorry, I just mean the era. Yeah, I don't like either of their doctors, really. I don't like Jody. I didn't even really... I mean, I liked David Tennant in the role, but his ten, ten, tenure as a doctor, ah. So I, the new series for me, just personally, isn't the same as the old series. I don't like it in the same way, but I, I'll always watch it and support it. So I guess I do get what you mean. But... <laughs> Yeah, and, and maybe I'm too close to the material to even know when it's more of a job than just watching for enjoyment. Because I'm always excited for the next episode, even if I know I'm probably not going to like it. So, Yeah, and I, I don't know the reasons. I, I forgot the reasons why they canceled it. I don't think I really read too much into it. I just kept seeing articles, but I didn't really look at why they did. Like, whether it was because it most likely may have been either fan reception and or just like, I think main one was just like it wasn't getting enough views it's like well mm. hey could you release the numbers up to what those views were oh wait you won't well there's netflix you can't keep doing this the the nelson ratings happened they're gonna come back and they're gonna nip you and amazon premate in the and apple tv plus in the butt same with disney plus there will be a system that will find out about this i i will say even if it's on the internet i guarantee you the nelson ratings will continue in any medium just to count how many people are watching. It's only a matter of time. Yeah, according to this article, it was cancelled because of uh, poor ratings. I'm shocked that CW shows go on till they're dead, but Netflix is just, just like like Fox is just quick to cancel anything if it's not 24. Yeah, I, I think maybe people are just used to coming home and turning on their television and putting on the channel that they watch. So maybe maybe TV stuff still gets more ratings in that regard because people don't have to search around and pick a show to watch. I don't know about that. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's just like overloading your stimuli of like, oh my goodness, I have so much of this stuff. Like, I, I don't know what to watch. Whereas like mm-hmm. YouTube videos, you can easily like do it, qu- not quickly, but it's like, okay, here's a five minute video. Here's a seven minute video. I can I can manage my time there. Whereas like, oh, I can't do this. Whereas but it's like no different. Th- well, I guess so. Yeah, because... When, on like cable TV, you have a show that's going on or a movie that's going on, not the whole series, unless they're doing a marathon. Yeah, same time every week. You know, you get home from work, you sit down with your dinner. Oh, it's that time. My show's on. You just click on your TV and there you go. You know, I guess I guess that could make a difference. So I'm not sure. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, I mean, I haven't had cable in so many years now. I don't even... <laughs> I don't have a connection to that kind of model for people, but I guess a lot of people still do that. Yeah, we underestimated the amount of uh, people still on cable over streaming. They're still making DVDs. Keep that in mind. (laughs) Because we're like into the heyday of 4K. Yeah, the only stuff I watch through cable is my parents' cable. It's just uh, AEW wrestling. That's it. Everything else is just streaming, really. Fuck, I wish the wrestling would go to streaming, too. A lot more reliable. My parents, uh... TSN... The TSN app is not the, the best. <laughs> I didn't think so. And I think whenever my parents' cable box is off, I can't access it. So that's just fucking annoying. So... <laughs> what can you do? Oh. Oh, man, but... I know you're probably not keeping up with AEW at all. But their their stuff is getting so great. That's they, good. I'm I'm so happy for them in that sense. Yeah, CM Punk recently got into this giant uh, feud with the top heel in the company, MJF. Some of the best wrestling I've seen in a, a long, long time. 
I mean, they're they're not actually having matches right now. It's just promos. But some amazing promos. Yeah, they're but they're just building it up to it, aren't they? Yeah. And CM Punk, since he came back, has just been a face. But he just recently went to Long Island, MJF's home. And he did like a classic heel promo where he completely turned on the whole town and was like, ah, you know, you Long Islanders, you like MJF. Like, that's because you're a piece of crap. Started like knocking their hockey team and talking about how great the Chicago team was. Oh, oh my goodness. (laughs) It was so great. And they're all pissed off. (laughs) I just love that stuff. Oh man, that's ooh. oh man, just hitting them where it hurts, eh? Yep. Constantly talking about how they. Oh, of course you like him because you guys like losers because you support this team. And then everyone was like, "Boo!" Oh, <laughs> so, would you say that there's potential for AEW to reach the height of the the Attitude Era? Maybe not the height, but just get to a similar level of it. Um, I think in terms of some of the personalities that they have, I think yeah because they don't have restrictions. But in terms of the audience, I don't think they'll ever be able to get it back. Yeah, I probably should have mentioned that. There's limitations to that. Yeah, UFC, uh, it killed professional wrestling in so many ways, sadly. I can believe that, unfortunately. I, yeah. I certainly can believe that. But the fact that also it's readily, av- AW's readily available, because it's on YouTube, right? Uh, some of them, yep. They've got their two YouTube shows. But not their main shows. No, that's fair. That's still the limitation there. But uh, yeah, I guess that's, that's that's helpful for them that they uh, that they can do that and not have to worry about um, restricting it. Because other than just like oh, you have to watch the main shows only, and they're you have to buy our package and their premium package. Yeah, and I, I feel like most people have the TSN network in Canada. I'm not sure what it's on. I think it was TNT in the states, but I think it's going to CBS now. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like most people who follow sports has TSN, which if they have that, they can access AEW. Yeah. So, but no, sadly, I, I just don't think professional wrestling will, I think all the credibility is gone and it's always going to be kind of a niche audience now. It doesn't help that fucking WWE is putting out just unbelievable crap. I mean, I'm sure you haven't kept up. With the stuff that they do these days, it's so. <laughs> I'd bad. rather do. I'd rather do AEW than WWE. I watch. I still watch SmackDown. I watch it every week, and boy, it's it's so bad. But I I had to stop watching Raw. Three hours long, and it's just so much of it is just like cartoonish, like childish crap. And it's like, wow, you just can't wow. do it. You, you just cannot do it. Yeah, it's just terrible. But I mean, they they got Brock Lesnar back right now. You know, I love well, I thought, Lesnar. I thought they kicked him off just because of the incident he did with uh, whatever it was called. Oh yeah, when he beat that, uh, the the head of SmackDown off. Yeah, <laughs> beat him up. Yeah, but he's back now. He he paid his fines apparently. He's uh, <laughs> of course, on kayfabe of course. But uh, yeah, sure. Now he's back, back terrorizing the blue brand. <laughs> he really is. He's just going around terrorizing everyone. He's the beast. No one can control him. <laughs> when they try to, yeah, he does that kind of stuff. So that's fun, at least. He's he's one of the highlights for that show, but almost everything else. And Jeff Hardy's gone again, got fired. Oh, maybe he'll go to AEW. Yeah, that's that's what everyone's hoping. But it seems like he fell off the wagon again. At least that's the uh, the rumors. But who knows? Hopefully not. And it's too bad, too. He was, the week before he got kicked off, they had just, like, started a push for him. I was like, oh, thank God, Jeff Hardy. I mean, what's he been doing? Just been like a jobber for, for years at this point. 
And they're finally giving him some more stuff to do. He was about to get into kind of like a big feud. And the next thing you know, fired. Very sad. Oof. Oh, but should we get this diehard uh, die kicking off here? Yeah. That's a terrible idea. That's what it's called. I kept trying to remember what the uh, that series was called that you wanted me to watch. Uh, that had to do with wrestling. Okay, so it isn't on yeah, Disney Plus. Got it. Which one? Heels. Oh, Heels. Oh, yeah, that was a cool show. Yeah. It starts off a little clunky, but it finds its groove and it gets quite enjoyable. Did you say it was on Disney Plus? I thought. Well, I thought you. I thought it was on Stars. Oh, that's funny. It's on the Stars Channel, <laughs> so not on Disney Plus, but the. Dope. <laughs> Maybe it'll go on there at one point. No, 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 probably not. Yeah, it starts with a Z, so I'm not sure what. If it's like a cable channel. Oh, son of a gun! Yeah, I forgot about that. Well, I guess that's the end of this one, folks. Uh, hope you guys had a good 2021, and we've enjoyed all the shows we've done over this past year. Yes. And uh, we'll see you in 2022. Peace. Peace.